Welcome back to Daily NBA. There were 13 games across the league tonight on Valentine's Day stateside. But for a change, we're going to start with some news as there is a lot going on prior to tip-off around the league. Firstly, it was reported overnight that the owners of both the Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors did indeed speak about the possibility of a LeBron James trade to the Warriors prior to the deadline. Reporting from Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN, indicating the initial push may have come from Draymond Green, who shares the same agent as LeBron. The Lakers reportedly left that decision to progress trade decisions or not up to LeBron, who reportedly then declined at that point. LeBron has a player option for $51.5 million next year and will likely decline that regardless of his intentions as he'll seek to renew at a higher rate. If he opts in, I reckon that's when a trade is coming. Detroit Pistons forward Isaiah Stewart punched Drew Eubanks of the Phoenix Suns in the Players' Tunnel prior to tip-off earlier tonight. Reporting from Sham Sarani of The Athletic indicates, Beef Stew was then escorted from the arena and Eubanks continued to warm up following the altercation. More on that later in the show. Both of PJ Tucker and Burns Highland have been sent home early ahead of the All-Star break from the Los Angeles Clippers organization. Tucker's been pretty vocally unhappy about not breaking the rotation after being traded with James Harden from Philadelphia earlier in the season. Highland allegedly sharing the same concerns. Tucker has a player option of nearly $12 million next year. And Phoenix becomes the last team in the league to officially have a G League associated club. An online competition will open up shortly to determine the new name, so keep an eye out there. Okay, 13 games to recap. I apologize if the last couple are a bit brief. I want to head home from the studio in time for dinner tonight. We start with the late game. The Los Angeles Clippers outscoring the Warriors 44-28 in the final quarter to come surging back to win by 5, 125-130. James Harden scored 26, Paul George 24, and Norm Powell 21. While for the Warriors, Steph Curry had 42, and Brandon Tupajemski 25-8-7. But nobody else could manage more than Kaminga's 13 points for Golden State. With the loss, they fall back to 500 for the season. Shout out my mate Jules. He was in attendance. The Indiana Pacers snuck by the Toronto Raptors by just two points, 127-125 in Pascal Siakam's return to Canada. Spicy P picked up 23, while Tyrese Halliburton's 21 points, 12 assists spurred the offense, although they were missing them being Indiana. Benedict Maturin, Miles Turner, and Jalen Smith to injury. They also lost Aaron Neesmith in the second half after a bad fall under the hoop. As always, Indiana's offense was pretty well distributed amongst the others, six players scoring 13 points or more. For the Raptors, Jakob Pertl hit two free throws with 14 seconds left to go in that game. That made it a one-point game. He finished 19 points, 11 rebounds, two blocks. Scotty Barnes, a monster 29-12-8 stat line, and RJ Barrett, a chance driving to the hoop at the buzzer, didn't go down. He had 23. Another road game for Miami, another win, this time against Philadelphia, who are still without Embiid, 104-109. It was Tyrese Maxey who top-scored for the Sixers with 30. Buddy Heald pulled down 22 points and 10 assists, while for the Heat, Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero both had 23. This was a really fun game down the stretch. I saw a stat line at the end of the broadcast that there was 21 lead changes and 15 tires. Fun as hell. In another fun as hell game, the Charlotte Hornets, if you weren't paying attention, this team nailed a retool at the deadline and proved it a 23-point win over Atlanta, 122-99. The Hornets' third straight Rookie Brandon Miller had 26. Trey Mann, who was out of the Thunders rotation, added 21, 8, and 6. 
Grant Williams had 15 and 10, and Vasily Mircic, who was also not in the rotation for the Thunder, showed out 13 points, 5 assists off the bench. Jalen Johnson was the only Hawk in the starting lineup that shot well. He had 19 points, 12 rebounds, along with two blocks. Trey Young, 4 of 12 from the field, 12 points and 12 assists. NBA.com is actually reporting that this is the first double-digit win of the season for Charlotte. I didn't believe that, so I went and checked manually, and it appears to be right. Just incredible. The Cavs and the Bulls went down to the wire again. Donovan Mitchell's 30 points guiding Cleveland to a tight comeback win in the fourth quarter, 105-108. to Mitchell needed all 30 points as Darius Garland, Sam Merrill, and Dean Wade were all out with illness. Kobe White's three-point attempt to send the game to overtime at the buzzer rimmed out. He had 32 for Chicago. Cleveland have now won 18 of their last 20 games. They're second in the East, and this seems to have coincided when I called Donovan Mitchell. I said on another podcast, he will never be a 1A and never win a title. So you're welcome, Cleveland fans. That one's on me. The Orlando Magic ripped apart the New York Knicks in the second period. Paolo Bancaro scoring 36 as the Magic shot 63% from the game to win 118-100 at home. Jalen Brunson had 33, including 20 points in the first for the Knicks, who started really strong but slumped to their fourth straight loss in their last game before the All-Star break. They'll be hopeful that Julius Randle, Dante DiVincenzo, Boyan Bogdanovic, Isaiah Hartenstein, and OG Ananobi will be closer to return on the other side of the break to make a post-season run. Joe Mazzulla's 100th winner's head coach of the Boston Celtics came in a 50-point shellacking of the Brooklyn Nets, 136-86. A shellacking! The score at halftime was 32 to 68, so most of the Boston starters didn't play too deep into the third, although Kristaps Porzingis did sprain his ankle in the first half, but I think I heard post-game he was available to play if he had to. Peyton Pritchard top-scored with 28 off the bench for the Seas. He was 6 of 9 from deep, while Derek White also had 27 for a plus-minus of plus 44. The Nets gave at least 8 minutes to 14 separate players. It was Trenton Watford, the best of the bunch, 15 points, shooting 5 of 7. The 50-point loss is the worst in the Brooklyn era since they moved over from New Jersey. Two games in a row, Denny Avdia kills it for Washington, but they were denied their 10th win of the season as Zion Williamson's 36, 6, and 8 led the Pels to a 133-126 win in the Smoothie King Center in New Orleans. Washington held on to a slim lead at the end of the third, but Zion converted 5 of 6 for the final quarter under the hoop. CJ McCollum also had 26. Avdia's 43 points for Washington, a career high for him, was accompanied by 15 rebounds and 6 of 10 shooting from outside. Corey Kispert and Jordan Poole both shot 5 of 10 from 3 for 20 and 19 points respectively. No Kyle Kuzma in this game for the Wiz. Okay, just quickly on the last four games. Memphis ended their nine-game losing streak behind 20 points from Gigi Jackson. They beat the Houston Rockets. They've lost five of six. What's happening there? 121 to 113. The Mavs held the Spurs to just 96 points in Dallas, but Luka Doncic left the game in the fourth quarter with a neck issue. Luka's 27-6-8 was only outdone by Kyrie Irving's 34 final score on that one. 116 to Dallas, 93 to the Spurs. Rui Hachimura had a career-high 36 points. Anthony Davis, again, another dominant performance. 37 points, 15 rebounds against the Utah Jazz. Lakers taking a big lead in the third to win 138-122. LBJ set out the second game of a back-to-back in this one, ahead of what will be his 20th All-Star game this weekend. And as always, you guys are actually starting to clue on on this and send me DMs on Instagram about it, but we end the show on a Pistons loss. The Suns beating down the Pistons 100-116. to This game was out of reach at about half time. 
KD had 25 through three quarters for Phoenix. Devin Booker got ejected in the first quarter for arguing a call. Frank Vogel, the coach of the Suns, also got teed up. Uh, KD said post-game he was surprised at the ejection, but understood given that Isaiah's shoot-up did beat up Drew Eubanks in the tunnel pregame. Remember when I said that seven minutes ago? Eubanks played 18 minutes after getting punched in the head. He tallied 6.6 rebounds, two steals, and one block off the bench. Simone Fontecchio, who was traded from Utah, top scored for Detroit with 18. I've extended multiple invitations to my buddy and Pistons fan Jack Brophy, the CEO of Sports Confidential, to come and deliver this Pistons loss segment about three times a week, but I think this season has broken him. Send a prayer out for all your Pistons friends. They need it. That ends today's show. If you're listening from one of our syndications like the Inner Sanctum or the NBA Live app, please consider heading over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and rating the show five stars. Remember to follow your passion, guys, and I'll see you on the next episode.